Zimbraconda is a proud supporter of Wisconsin Badger Athletics. If you're looking to purchase, finance, or service a new or pre-owned Honda, buy local. Part of the Madison community since 1973, Zimbraconda's customer service is second to none. Experience it today for yourself. Shop local. Shop Zimbraconda. Does Tausch have a good idea to improve volleyball? <laughs> I, I'm going to say no, but we'll leave it to Coach Sheffield to decide for sure. And what to expect from the Badgers as they take on Texas tomorrow in the Final Four. Give us answers to those and many more. Is the head, head volleyball coach at the University of Wisconsin... It is Kelly Sheffield on Wilde and Tausch. Kelly, good morning. How are you? Great morning, guys. Doing well. Well, we're excited to have you, but I want you to have a small taste of what my life is like. Every time Tausch sees something, he decides he has a way to improve upon it. And he was watching your win the other night, and he has a bone to pick with the rules of volleyball. Tausch. What is yeah, the issue I, that you have? So, Kelly, actually, I, I could use some clarification as well. But I thought that once you, you know, you set, you set, and you set the ball up and you spike it, you have that back line. You cannot, if your foot is on that back line, you are, you cannot spike it. Is that how that works? That if you're in the back row, can you explain that to me? Because I saw there was a call. I think it was. Can't remember if it was against us or for us, but it was called, and they. I think you can replay it. Why can't you just spike from anywhere on the court? So the, you've got three front row players and you have three back row players. Yep. You can spike anywhere. You can attack anywhere on the court um, if you are a front row player. If you're one of the three back row players in that at that time, you have to stay behind the 10-foot line. So there you go. <laughs> Kelly, yeah. so it, some it, of us... A, uh, yeah, yeah. So, so, this, so it's basketball. You can step across the, the line, and it's and it's it's worth less points. Uh, but it, there's there's no difference in points from from in front to behind. You just if you're in the back rows, you just have to stay behind that line. It, it was a it was a fantastic call because it went for us and against Florida. So I just there thought you that go. Was a brilliant call by the officials. <laughs> yeah! Okay, so in that instance, it was a good call. I just. I, I was always just thinking. So, if you're in the back row, you can't come across that line. Even if you're scrambling and you get, you know, running off the, running off, bringing it in, you still have to stay behind that line, even if everybody gets jumbled. Well, no, it's not a penalty box. You can certainly come in, in uh, across the line. You just can't. It, you can't attack from in front of okay. the line. You can, it, as long as you, if you're going to swing, you've got to, you've got to stay, you got to start behind it. But you can land all the way to the net if you want to. You just have to jump from behind there. Okay, so you like that rule. That's not a rule that you want to see changed. Oh, no, I'm good with it. Okay, well, there you go. I'm going to always trust my experts. Uh, Kelly, what, can you take us inside? This has been a, obviously a tough, you know, tricky year for you guys. You know, you had the, the little break during the season. It's been a little disjointed. And then the tournament starts, and you're starting out in a convention center. And now wh- what have been the challenges that you guys have really, that you're really proud of that you've been able to fight through to get to this point? It's crazy. You've got 48 teams all here at the same time. That all 48 teams trying to uh, 
trying to get into Starbucks. So it's it's been a uh, it's been long lines of, of a bunch of teams. It just it's 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 weird to just see everybody at at, at one place, especially Omaha, kind of a massive city. Um, so you just have teams crisscrossing everybody. Uh, we're testing every day. Um, you got to go and, and test and, and sit sit on a floor and, and wait till you get the results back. And there's been hundreds of, of false positives here, which means that you immediately go into uh, uh, PCR testing that takes it takes an hour. And so and then the, the head games that goes along with that. Nebraska Texas played the other night. Nebraska had four false positives and Texas had one false positive. And so you, you know just the emotional toll. Of, of some of the teams that are that are going through that is 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 pretty intense. <clears throat> For some reason, the NCAA decided not to to play at um, uh, at the University of Nebraska and Creighton and Omaha. You know these places that have gyms that have good floors and uh, seating available. And instead, they made the decision to have the first few rounds in a convention center. And so you're playing playing basically on concrete. That you know they have a sport court. Uh, on concrete and um, or a TerraFlex floor on concrete, and the toll that's that's taken on people to you know throw your bodies on the floor uh, over and over again, and then match jumping, you know as as much as as what we do. That's that's been a little bit uh, of a challenge, but um, you know we've gotten to the point here. We're in the final four, and everything moves over to the to the arena, and um, we're certainly happy to be one of those four teams. Kelly, when you were going through the uncertainty in the fall and and not having the season played when it normally is, you knew you had a really good team. How important was it to you, not only for the kids to have the opportunity to play their season, but to know that you had a championship-caliber team to find a way, by hook or by crook, to get this season in and have that opportunity to compete for the title? You know, I've been coaching for a long time, and hopefully, I've got a long time in in front of me as well. As you know, student athletes they get they get four or five years, and that's it. And that window of opportunity is shrink, shrinking all the time. And so, uh, there's there's an urgency to to get to get matches in, to get an opportunity to compete for championships. It's not. You know, it's uh, you got 330 some Division One teams. Only 64 make the tournament, and only one champion. And there's a lot of sacrifices, uh, as you know, that you know that, that go into being a student athlete, and a lot of dreams, a lot of goals. And uh, uh, you know, so yeah, we certainly wanted to play. We wanted the opportunity to compete for a champion, to bring the first championship back to Madison in, in, in volleyball. Uh, we feel like we've got a team that's that's capable of that. Um, but yeah, doing everything that we can to try to find a way to get this season in has been a major goal. Talking with Badgers volleyball coach Kelly Sheffield on Wilde and Tausch. Now, Kelly, uh, I don't want to harp on the convention center thing. I want to get to your team, but volleyball does have a special place in my heart. As Diane Nordstrom, your SID, can tell you, I covered the team for a long time early in my career. I don't know if anybody's managed to cover the Packers and Badgers volleyball simultaneously other than me. (laughs) But to see the success your program has had has been phenomenal. It's irritating to me. It's a little bit like the video that the, the Oregon player posted of the weight room from the NCAA women's basketball tournament. Um, do you think that 
your voices will be heard as coaches. So while we're happy that you got the championship played and the tournament played, that we don't have these kinds of situations where you're talking about a sport court on a cement floor and we think a little bit more about women's athletics than we apparently do at times at the NCAA? Come on, Mal. You know, it's, we've been fighting these things for forever. It's just, it's, you, you know, it's a, uh, you know, with some of the sports, it's a bare minimum. It's, uh, you know, one of the problems is, yeah, there was a big attention on women's basketball, but, uh, you know, holy cow, they have six full-time people uh, for their tournament. Uh, men's basketball has 12 full-time people working their tournament. We have a half of one person. Uh, the person that is in charge of, of the tournament here uh, the weekend before was running the men's hockey tur- championships. It's, um, and so although we have people that are putting a lot of effort, uh, the, the people themselves are working really, really hard to give this a meaningful experience. There are just not enough sure. resources that, that the NCAA is dedicating to this. Um, you, you know, for instance, uh, going into this tournament, they said that, that they were going to – stream all the matches on ESPN3, but they were going to have no commentators for it. Well, that's just ridiculous. You, you know, you got all these fans and these players that have worked and so hard to, for this moment, and you're not even going to give them a commentator. You're just going to set up a, a camera and just, you know, push play or record. Um, you know, there was a, you know, we we had an uproar about that. They got some commentators, and it, it's really not about the commentators. It's about saying, here, we're going to take this thing seriously. You know, volleyball right. on Big Ten Network is, is the third most viewed sport for BTN. And, uh, but, you know, we've got to have some people that take it a little bit more seriously than what they do. So one, one more thing on that, and then let's talk about your team. But before John Cook left for Nebraska, he and I had lunch, and he asked me a question. I don't know why he would think that I'd be smart enough to answer it, but he wondered if I thought – Wisconsin would ever devote the resources that a Nebraska has to its volleyball program. I saw what you said as Coach Alvarez announced his retirement. How have things evolved during your time at Wisconsin? Because we know how good your program is, and there are resources devoted to it. What has it been like to watch that? Because you have delivered championship-caliber teams year in and year out. And I don't know if John thought that that would be possible back in 98 when he left for nebraska uh, alignment is critical you know alignment within uh, uh the coaching staff and the administration but yeah this is, this is not possible without administrative support it, it just isn't and, and making making a decision that uh um you know to to support a program to a championship level it's uh, you, you can't go up against it you know, a Penn State, a Minnesota, a Nebraska, with one hand tied behind your back. And, you, you know, it, it's, it's, number one, I, there's no way I, I could have come here with, with that. But, but number two, we couldn't have had the, the success that we've had. Um, it, it's, it's such a team effort, you, you know, at whatever level that you're at. It, you, you've got to have, you've got to have the resources, you've got to have the support, uh, you know, you got to have people around that are trying to find ways to say yes rather than just the quick no because this is how it's always been done before. So it's, uh, man, really, you know, it, we're, the entire athletic department is a different place than when in the years that you're talking about. It's uh, right. it, the, the the financial support is just very very different than than the resources that that they had back then. 
So not everyone who listens to our show is a hardcore volleyball fan who wants to change the game like Tausch, and not everyone has covered the team like I have. So, look, you have got some studs on this team, right? Dana and Sydney and Molly are as good as it gets. Give folks that are going to be tuning in tomorrow for the first time a glimpse of just what makes this team tick, and, and not just those three great players, but your entire club. Just give them an idea for those that want to watch and really get into it and support the team, what they can expect tomorrow. Well, later on today, Dana will be announced the first-team All-American. She'll be the... She'll be the first four-time first-team All-American in her program's history and one of maybe only five or six of them in the history of the sport. Um, so we've got an aircraft carrier, uh, you know, six-foot-eight middle blocker that moves like she's six-one. Uh, Sydney Hilly, I think, is, is the best setter in the country, certainly one of the top two or three. <clears throat> She'll be another first-team All-American this year. Um, it's uh, Molly Haggerty. Has been around a long time. Been been a been a great player for us. She's having an unbelievable NCAA tournament, playing at a really high level. She's she she was huge in their Sweet 16 match against BYU. She took us emotionally on her shoulders uh, uh, against Florida. There's no way that we win that match without her strength, and you can just see it. It just the, the cameras are just all over that. Of just. You know the strength and and uh, confidence uh, that that kid kid plays with. But we're a balanced team, very pretty uh, pretty pretty senior oriented, and uh, you know we've got a nice freshman Devin Robinson who's got a chance of being all American today. Um, that has really come in and and uh, given us a little bit of a lift on the right. All right, Kelly. I know Diane has interviews stacked up for you, so we have to let you go. Uh, when you win the national title, will you come back and spend more time with us? Because Tausch has some more rules ideas for you that he'd like to share, and I'd like to keep discussing this. I'll tell you what, only if I'm getting those rule suggestions while I agree to this. Okay. Don't don't worry. You don't have to push Tausch to give improvement ideas. That's for sure. (laughs) Kelly, good luck in the Final Four and bring home a championship. Thanks. All right. We appreciate it. That is... Badgers volleyball coach Kelly Sheffield. See, he 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 he's he's on your side, um, sort of. Yeah, that was a quick poo-poo, which is fine. It was. He was very polite about he it. Was, it was a polite, quick poo-poo. Yeah. Very like cool. you would be if I tried to suggest some sort of different technique for you as an now, offensive it, lineman. This reminded me a lot of when I would say in soccer, why do we have to have offsides? And then in hockey, I said the same thing. And then once you actually get more educated on it, you understand why there has to be offsides. Probably should have educated like myself understand? a little bit more. I It was the first time I've ever seen that called. And that's why I was like, well, that doesn't make any sense. Still don't know why it makes sense, but Obviously, Kelly knows oh, yes. a lot more about volleyball than I do. Was that the and first time? Went, was that the first time he's ever come on the show, or has he been on here before with us? I don't think he's uh, ever been on. We have on not here had before. Kelly on. Before, so no. that I mean, that was awesome that he came on. But I don't know if the first time we're ever talking to him, the first thing out of the gate would have been, "Hey, I got an idea for you to improve the sport." Like maybe we should have said, "Like congratulations I, uh, on the Final Four and all that." Well, stuff Jesse. Thanks for telling us that now, uh, and not af- and not before we actually do. Because you no, didn't say much when Jason thought this would have been a good idea. I'm all right with it, Jason. I liked your approach. I, I, I appreciate that, and and I do think 
that uh, we are who we are, and yeah. you are always looking to improve things. Yeah, I don't have very consistent. Listen, I don't have one problem with it at all. None. Jesse with the constructive cre- feedback I got after hunch, not uh, giving it beforehand, now giving it after. Yeah, Jesse's, the, Jesse's your standard media guy. Don't do anything, and then once something happens and it doesn't go as good as you hope, you kind of like, I wouldn't have done that. Well, that's not what I would have done. But I have. Well, great job, Jesse. Thanks for the tip. <laughs> uh, we will get ready for Wilde and Tausch trivia and nitpick with our Kelly Sheffield interview a little bit further. What else could Tausch have done better? We'll talk about it next. It's Will D. Tausch.